0: Hello, and welcome to the Keep It Local Maine podcast, where we tell the stories of local business owners and Maine residents and learn more about what they do, who and what inspires them, their challenges, successes, and more. My name is Todd Regalinski.
1: And I am Kimberly Regalinski.
0: And we are the publishers of Keep It Local Maine, a local magazine that helps showcase local businesses to the people in and around their communities. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast that you can subscribe to on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can learn more about us at KeepItLocalMaine.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram through the links in the show notes. In this episode, we'll be talking with Maine candy maker Robin Kennedy of Robin's Confections in Biddeford. Robin's passion for making chocolate confections began while working for another candy company where she learned the skills she would apply in 2012 when she started her own business out of her parents' renovated basement. After only working the wholesale business for six years, they now have a beautiful store in Biddeford that Robin manages and her parents own. There she has expanded what they make and are able to offer, but the main Needham remains their most popular staple product, as it should.
1: Welcome to the show, Robin. We are so glad to have you here today.
2: Thank you so much. I'm just honored that you uh, asked.
1: Yeah, this is exciting. We get to talk about chocolate and sweets and all that good stuff today so. yeah
0: and all before lunch all so it's before
2: it's lunch just <laughs> just <laughs> yep. I mean who doesn't love that right <laughs> I know
0: extraordinarily poor planning on our our parts <laughs> once again doing a doing a recording like this on an empty stomach it's right
1: <laughs> yes so so tell us you know how did how did you begin making confections and is it something that you that you had always dreamed of growing up or was it something kind of that you stumbled into can you tell us how this all started
2: At Absolutely. So it is 100% something I stumbled into. It is not, you know, when I was little, I wanted to be like an actress, and then I think I wanted to be a marine biologist. Chocolate was nowhere in the mix. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> um, so what happened was I was, I had just moved back to Maine, and a family friend of ours had started a business, and she was actually doing peanut butter fudge, just peanut butter fudge. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of doing a business where she was just wholesaling out, you know, to like mom and pop stores and she just needed someone else. Like it was a really small operation. And she needed someone just to like package. So I was like, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I can do that. And so I just kind of started that way. And then this was about the time, I don't know if you guys remember that peanut butter suddenly became dangerous. I can't remember. There was like peanut butter was contaminated, but people were staying away from it. This was mm-hmm. huh. a few years back and they were like, okay, so the fudge sales were going down the tube and eventually she started to make needums. And at Mm -hmm. the time I had never had a needum. When I found out what a needum was, I was like, Oh, that sounds terrible. (laughs) 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 As soon as I found out that there was potatoes in it, I was like, I don't get it. But you know, I learned. And then, you know, we started making some batches together and I was like, Oh, I totally get it. This is delicious. And um, so I had kind of, you know, we had kind of grown a little bit from me just being there to package. And I was helping cut the needles and make the stuff and just kind of, you know, getting my feet wet a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then my stepfather, he has owned a business, a local business called Gartland Distributors for a very long time. And mm-hmm. he sells like snack foods and, you know, main jerky and and chips and all kinds of different stuff. Mm-hmm. And At the time that the business that I was working for, they kind of started to decide, they're like, "Mm, I'm not sure that we're going to do this for the long run. I had been in talks with my stepfather about he's like, you know, do you really like to do this? And I was like, yeah, I do. And he's like, you know, you could really fill a niche for me. He needed some things. He's like, we could kind of work together if you want to do this on your own. And I was like, at that point, I was like, oh, yeah, I'd love to do this on my own. I've had tons of ideas about, you know different products that I'd like to make. And so he kind of redid his whole basement in his home and just made that like a commercial kitchen. And that's really kind of how it just started. The whole thing just kind of started to really jump off. That's awesome.
0: Now, the funny thing is, two things, actually. The the first is I'm I'm a little concerned about how observant I am of my health because I don't remember anything about peanut butter being contaminated. (laughs) I never... I never, I never steered away from peanut butter. I've been pro-peanut butter, like, all my life. So I'm, I'm really realizing I need to pay a little more attention to some of this stuff because that's kind of a big thing
2: big thing that was in the news, and of course, as I'm saying it right now, I'm like, man, I should have, I should have specifically remembered what it was, if it was a brand or what the deal was. But all I remember is that peanut butter was off the table. No one was eating it. And that was the only product we were making. So we were like, uh oh.
0: Well, no, someone was eating it. I still, Todd yeah, like... was still <laughs> eating it. Everyone's looking at me like, don't you know that that's bad? Like yeah. it is.
1: Because
0: <laughs> I'm just sho- as I just picture myself with like a serving spoon just shoveling yeah, it. In in and see like, that. Yeah, right oh he's in trouble uh and the other thing is i totally get what you're saying with the Needhams because i i didn't grow up in maine and i didn't really i didn't really wasn't aware of what this was mm-hmm. and yeah as soon as you hear sort of like when we interviewed jeff from the holy donut and and was you know oh yeah and there's mashed potatoes in the in the in the donuts so i'm like mm oh, I didn't realize it was mashed potatoes. It's a, I thought it was just potato flour. No, no, it's full. Okay.
2: Oh, totally. And I have to totally give props, honestly, to the Holy Donut because as soon as we even mention, like, you know, the Holy Donut, they've got potatoes. They are, like, right on board. If they're questioning, mm-hmm. even though I'm yeah. not making donuts, they all know the Holy Donut. And I'm, I just kind of use them. I'm like, you know, they put, you know, potatoes in their yeah. donuts. And they're like, okay, I'll totally try it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But it's to me, it's almost like a, like when you get like a cannoli, and then it's like, oh yeah, there's cheese in my I got mm-hmm. cheese in my dessert, like no. Nah. And then you try, you're like, oh wait, oh, yeah. I didn't know cheese could be like that. That's awesome. Yeah, I get <laughs> the so best
2: reactions. It is just so funny. I wish I had like a, a camera recording all the time. When whenever someone's like, oh, what's a Needham? I love explaining it every time. I love to explain it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: That's
0: what you need. That's that is the next step in your business. You need it. You need a Needham cam. Yes. <laughs>
2: yes. Oh yes. my goodness. What. A good idea, I love it just to capture the reactions, and
0: people go, Say what? Yeah, just <laughs> y- y- what in it,
2: Put a, like p- potatoes in inside. I'm like, Yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. and they are yummy.
0: <laughs> oh, I-, I love me some Needums now, but it- the first time someone told me what it was, I'm like, Uh, Ooh. no, I think I'm good. I'm gonna also. skip that, I'm
2: gonna skip that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then I look at it, I'm like, Well, it is covered in chocolate, I mean. Right. I mean
2: <laughs> That, that will really fix be. everything. That will fix everything.
0: <laughs> Chocolate and bacon just yes. fix a myriad of issues. Oh, we're we're so off topic I now. Know. Um so anyways, so <laughs> how have you embraced working with local vendors and businesses cuz you I you say that's uh, you know kind of a big part of the business like obviously potatoes, so I'm guessing there's main potatoes involved in the Needham somewhere along the way.
2: Oh, absolutely. Um you know, the main potatoes what our Needums, because that's really the base of the whole store, is the Needum, the original main Needum, mm-hmm. and um, so we do use main potatoes for the interiors. But you know, embracing with vendors, what we like to do in the store, because we definitely have branched out quite a bit. If you've ever been in mm-hmm. the store, you're surprised at how big the interior is. People are always surprised. And what we like to do, because a lot of people will be like, oh, do you make every single thing here? And we're like, no, you know, we're not really big enough to fill this entire store yet. I don't have a staff of, you know, 50 but we love, love, love to reach out to local vendors and fill as many holes as we can here. For example, like we sell um, Bar Harbor jam here. We sell Jarva cakes. Oh, if you want to talk about something dangerous, get yourself some Jarva cakes. <laughs> Those are so delicious. I have to stay away from that whole corner myself. But um, you know, Havens uh, supplies us with some saltwater taffy and you know mm. caramel corn and stuff like that. And we're so happy to do that. We're so happy to supply as much local stuff as we can here inside the store. Because really, we started out, you know, the business started in 2012, and I was a business just doing wholesale. So a hundred percent of my business relied on local vendors carrying my product. So mm-hmm. as much as I can possibly do that myself, I do, and I really love to do that, and I love to highlight it. We'll even have the business who does our website and all of our anytime we have any computer problem, which is quite often, um, mm-hmm. they also have a photography business and we like to put up, they take pictures of local main spots and we have, you know, art on sale in the store. So as much as we can focus on that, We do. And we're really proud of it. That's
1: great. Mm -hmm. So, so when did you, so you, you have this retail shop. When did you start the retail shop? When did that open?
2: The retail shop opened in August of 2018. So we're still fairly new to the retail side of it, but it was always the plan to open up a retail side.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. So tell us about uh, now, some of the things that you do are really cool. So you can do, gift baskets you can mm-hmm. do corporate baskets mm-hmm. you can do just these amazing baskets and we we recently we recently ordered a basket oh um, boy are you
0: really going to go into this story <laughs> seriously
1: <laughs> that we were going to give away um, but it didn't make it that far <laughs> <laughs> um, so.
0: okay so time out for a second I feel like I need to defend myself here because I know where this is heading
1: I Todd all, broke into it I know
2: I'm oh, no. breaking into it Part it's a lot team. of packaging, so yeah, you have to yeah. break into
0: it. <laughs> your Your Honor, I object. <laughs> what happened was, so Kim got one of the baskets, and she said, "Oh, we're gonna do, we're gonna give it away. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that." I'm like, "Okay, that's whatever." And it was in the back of her car for a while. Mm-hmm. And as as most things that that Kim has in this life are, they spend it. They for whatever reason, they spend a lot of time in her car before they finally make it to wherever their final destination is. Sure, sure. So the the ribbon, kind of the packaging, became a little bit loose from being in the back of the car for mm-hmm. a prolonged period of time. Mm-hmm. So then the it was in the in the house, and then she had touched it and like it somehow started coming unwrapped. So she took the wrapping really off because she it. couldn't she couldn't get it b- <laughs> back together to hide her you know hide her crimes. <laughs> so I come home and I see that the basket is now unwrapped, and I'm like, oh, so this is. This is where we're headed. This is
2: fair game now.
0: <laughs> exactly. So I was like, you know what? I love me some gummy lobsters. And there's a... I, I mean, gummy anything, honestly. I was I, One of my weaknesses. And I just... I grabbed that, opened that up. I was watching a movie, having my gummy lobsters. She comes back and I was like, yeah. So I see you busted into that. She's like, no, I just... The wrapping came off. I'm like, oh.
2: <laughs> well, now that it's open.
0: Well... It's a little bit lighter now. Yes.
1: So we're going to we're gonna need to get another one of those baskets. You're no problem. But, um, this is, but this is what I love. I love that you guys, they make such great gifts. But tell us about, you guys have so many cool items in the shop. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us about some of your personal favorites, either because they taste good or some of the fun items that you guys offer. Because you offer like a variety of items. Like, this Absolutely. Is, people need to go in and actually just see this shop for just all the cool things that you guys have in there.
2: Oh, Now, this is one of my favorite questions and one of the most challenging questions because customers will come in often. They'll say, what's your favorite thing? And I'm like, well, what day is it? You know, it it changes. (laughs) Um, But like, you know, we definitely one of the big, big things that we offer that was so exciting to open up the retail store because we specifically wanted to do this when we had the store was fudge.
1: Fudge Mm -hmm. has been
2: a major part of the business and I hand make all of the fudge here and that has just taken off. So that's always really fun. Love to do that. Lots of different flavors. Chocolate covered whoopie pies is one of the most popular items. Um, Mm -hmm. And my God, you wouldn't think that just adding a hard layer (laughs) to chocolate would make such a difference, but it really does. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do stuff like chocolate covered Oreos and we've got taffy. My favorite thing, because I don't know if it's just automatic for me to say it or if it really truly is just, but for ever since we've started, we do chocolate covered peanut butter pretzels. And what that is, mm. is it's two round buttered pretzels and just a dab of smooth peanut butter in the center of that. And then we run that through chocolate. So it ends up looking kind of like a, like a little chocolate coin, almost like a thick chocolate coin. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's the perfect combination of, you know, the salty and the sweet. It's got that crunch and the smooth. It's, oh my goodness. It's just, any anyone that I've ever told that to mostly has bought it and they've come back and said, thank you for telling me. Because <laughs> it is now my favorite thing to make or to eat. <laughs>
1: I want to eat that right now. Oh my
2: God, it's delicious. <laughs> It's so good. I that love it. That
1: sounds amazing.
0: I'm having a hard time thinking of and talking because my mouth is watering. <laughs> yes. At this
1: and point. then, I mean, you have like, I mean, a whole display of like, I mean, even just gummy candies too, just oh, things like yeah. that.
2: Absolutely. A lot of package. Like, we separate it. Like, one side is just like we've got tons of um, gummies and candies. And then, you know, a whole thing that's like non has actually been surprising to me. But that's one of our top sellers. And now we've got dark chocolate, non milk chocolate, white chocolate. I've got peanut butter non huge display of that, you know, chocolate molds, just as much chocolate as you can possibly. I get a lot of suggestions from customers, actually. You know, they're like, have you tried this? Have you made this? Do you sell this? And, you know, whenever I can, whenever I'm able to find that stuff, I'll usually supply it. And it's just it's great. It's helpful. That's great. Yeah. Okay.
0: So maybe I'm the clueless one here, but what's a non
2: So non and it's so funny. It's it's the simplest thing. It is literally like a it's a flat chocolate like wafer or or like dot. Like if you had wet or wet uh, like well, I call it wet chocolate, <laughs> melted mm-hmm. chocolate. And then you were yeah. just to kind of dab it and let it dry. And then you sprinkle it with, it's like snow caps. You sprinkle it with like, uh, oh, yeah, okay. non-parels with yeah. the sprinkles on top. And mostly you'll see it as like a snow cap, like white on top. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, they're so popular. I have people come in all the time and say, do you have non-parels? Do you, I need to have non-parels. And I'm like, "Yep, yeah, but I'm a huge display. I'm never out. <laughs> Oh that's so cool.
0: Wow. Yeah, and those those are dangerous cuz you can you can chain eat those oh, yes. until you, until you hit the bottom of whatever container you're going and then just <laughs> you can eat the container too sometimes.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh. And I I'm in danger of that all the time after lunch, you know, I walk out of my office and I have a huge chocolate store and I'm just like don't look. I got to put the blinders on.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm all... Kim knows, like, after, after I eat, I'm like, mm, You got to have I something sweet. kind of <laughs> go for something sweet right now.
2: We like, usually have an after-lunch rush, absolutely. People come in, they're like, all right, I need something sweet now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so, all right, now, I don't, I don't want you to give away any trade secrets here. So if you need to be somewhat general here, I, I totally understand. But what is the secret to a really good Needham.
2: So I will tell you, and I promise you this is not a secret, what we do is we actually hand-mash our potatoes. So people, anyone that's listening now that actually doesn't know what a Needham is, it is a very old, like in the 1800s um, recipe that basically it's like a mounds bar. If you love coconut, you will love a Needham. That is really the... you. You take a bite into it and it's coconut, it's moist on the inside, it's all this stuff. But what makes a needum a needum is the potato because potatoes are so abundant in Maine. So back in the 1800s, they didn't have all the add-ins and confections that you can make nowadays. And so they figured out how to do it with potatoes. It's just a binder. So we hand mashed potatoes every single morning. While sometimes you might find a needum that has like dried flake potato, you know, like Mm mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, that's not the way to do it. You hand mash your potatoes. And it's just mm-hmm. after so long, you know, we've really figured out that's really what makes it if you overcook the potatoes, it'll get, come out one way if you undercook, but we've just mm-hmm. really hit a perfect sweet spot. And we actually uh, hand dip every single needum that we have. We have a beautiful chocolate and enrober, which is basically like, you know, that Willy Wonka, like you put it on a conveyor belt and there's a waterfall of chocolate and it covers it. So if you had bacon or something, you know, it puts it on a belt. It's that beautiful thing that people love to see, but mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. hand dip every single one. So there's just like, there's a lot of extra care that goes into our mm. needums. But I say if you can hand mash your potatoes as your ingredient, that's really the trick that's really the trick hmm,
0: hmm. that's interesting now yeah. there are there different types of needums because i've only i've only ever had oh, like yeah. just like the okay oh all right calm <laughs> <easy>. <laughs> My so goodness. like
2: there's the original main needum, I just, which i just is... got
0: like this look from kim like what's <laughs> wrong with you
2: don't you know <laughs> So, I mean, all we do, we technically, like right now in the store, let me think. I've got one, two, I've got six different types of needums. They all are the same base as the original main needum. But what we started doing was we started adding some flavors a while back. We started with uh, maple and we worked with a maple house that supplied us with, you know, local maple. And then we also add maple flavoring. And so that's kind mm. of what we do is we'll add in, you know, the pure extract of a flavor. And right now I've got the original main Needham. I've got blueberry. I've got pina colada. I've got orange, maple. And we just added coffee is our newest flavor. But I've also done things like around Christmas, we do peppermint. Um, I've done raspberry, mm. strawberry. So, yeah, I mean, the sky's the limit. And, you know, I have my brother-in-law will not leave me alone about peanut butter he wants me to make a peanut butter nita so Ooh. yeah it's really um it's very interesting like i said it's all the same base it's all coconut and you know the chocolate on the, everything is the same it's just the you add that flavor to it that's so all right cool.
0: now I'll, I'll give you one for free here okay. and, <laughs>
2: okay.
0: and all i ask is on the little card just a little note down at the bottom pumpkin spice and eat them oh
1: for crying out loud you know what todd i tried
2: pumpkin last season i'm gonna have to try it again because what i did was um i added pumpkin puree and i think i'm gonna Mm -hmm. have to maybe get another extract or something along the line because it was too soft for me to actually form it and dip it yeah um but i really liked it i had given it away to you know because one of the perks of knowing me is that you know you get to be a guinea pig for something that I try. <laughs> and they were like, you know, it's not bad, but I need more pumpkin. So that is on the list for sure. It is on my That's radar.
1: So yeah, it's just there's such a pumpkin spice cult out mm. out there, isn't oh, there? Yeah, it's Absolutely. it really it's is. strong when you
0: go into when you go into like the supermarket and they've got like pumpkin print and this and that. It's all like <laughs> yeah. it's like okay, en- enough, yeah. enough. Oh, my gosh, it's yeah. kind of crazy. It, it's just it's just a gourd. It's not that yeah. exciting. <laughs>
2: I mean, I will tell you, I make a killer pumpkin pie fudge.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my gosh.
2: And the entire store smells like it when I make it. It is just, it is my favorite thing. I love doing it. Every time, like, September rolls around, I'll probably be making it within the next couple weeks. Oh, it's delicious. That's so cool.
0: I mean, and don't get me, I don't want any of our listeners to get me wrong. I am not anti-pumpkin. I'm not. (laughs) I I love me some pumpkin bread. I just don't, I don't want to get on the wrong side of this debate. That's all. (laughs) No hate, wrong, no, no hate mail. No hate mail. Yes. You want to get on the wrong side of the pumpkin cult? It could be bad. W yes. pitchforks yes. and torches outside the office. Pretty
1: much. So, so that you guys have something really unique about your shop. Can you tell us about um, the structure that you um, that you that you put in and and what that what purpose that serves?
2: Are you talking about what's outside of our shop? The
1: ramp. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's <laughs> let me, so, let me, no, let me say,
1: let me say that again. All right. All right. That was really interesting way around. That. I know. Let's, no, no. We're totally leaving that in. We're totally leaving that in. Tell us about the, tell us about the ramp.
2: Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes I, I think about renaming the store, just the ramp because we're on this really great. We've got tons of traffic that goes out, in front of our store and I've got new people that come in every single day. And I've had several people that come in that say, I just had to stop and see what this ramp was all about. (laughs) (laughs) So when we bought the store, It was a doctor's office at the time, and the way that they had positioned it was that the front door was on the back of the building, and they had just, like, you know, pavement um, going up on a slight incline to the door. The way that we had designed it and we wanted to do it was we wanted windows all around and the front door to be facing the street. Mm -hmm. So, you know, going to Biddeford, you know, code enforcement, all that, we discovered that um, to be handicap compliant or ADA compliant, we needed to have a handicapped ramp outside. And with the way that the amount of incline and so many inches and you know the way that the mm-hmm. rules work, it basically, if you've ever seen it or you ever get on Facebook, you get on Instagram, I love to post pictures of this thing. Um, it's just <laughs> this big, massive, huge wooden ramp. And when my stepfather had come back And he was kind of writing it out, you know, on paper with pen. I looked at it and I looked at him and I said, it looks like an amusement park. (laughs) It looks like you're waiting to get online at an amusement park. (laughs) And we were like, well, you know what? We we have to do what we have to do. And so we spent three months building that ramp. It was me and my husband and my brother-in-law and, you know, a few family and friends and Bob and we just spent the whole three months, like every weekend building that ramp. And we were a little bit worried, honestly, that when we built it, we're like, oh, you know, it's just going to be like, kids are just going to be running up and down it. And, but the very first day that we opened, we had someone come up in a wheelchair and the first thing they said was, thank you so much. And Mm -hmm. I have to, it made it so worth it. And I was just like, they said it was so easy to get up. There was so much space. And then they came into the store and they said the same thing. They're like, this is, this is a dream for someone in a wheelchair and handicap." And so now I'm very, I mean, I was proud of it at first, but now I have a very much deeper sense of pride that, Mm. um, you know, something that I don't think about every day in my head, I was just kind of going by code enforcement and now I'm just, I'm thrilled that I can offer that kind of thing. But it is, uh, you notice it when you drive by, (laughs) no question, (laughs) very unique (laughs) because we're technically the door is up on the second level. That's why, you know, because it's so high. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You need to have a couple speakers out there, you know, playing on loop. It's a sweet world after all.
2: <laughs> it was actually great because of COVID and everything, because we didn't have to shut the store down. We kept one of the windows open um, to kind of mm-hmm. work as a takeout window. But I actually put out, you know, funny little signs and I taped it on the ramp. So we, like for Easter, yeah, it was Easter. We had that entire ramp filled with people in line. could totally be safely distant so i'm like this was just (laughs) this was amazing i never would have pictured that but it was beautiful
0: Awesome. That is awesome. That's so cool. So uh, one of the one of the questions that we always like to ask because uh, you know everyone kind of has a bit of a different take on this and, and a different answer, and it's always good for us to get a little bit of different perspective on this. But how do you define success, whether it's personal or professional?
2: So such a good question and such a tough one, isn't it? Hmm? I mean, in my personal situation, it's really it's little moments that I catch throughout the day. You know, if somebody leaves my store happy. That makes me feel successful. You know, when someone mm. comes in and a lot of the times, I mean, I don't, I don't want to harp on the needles, but sometimes people will come in and I've had someone, her eyes filled with tears because she said, I haven't had a needum this good since my grandmother made it, you know, when I was a kid and the grandmother's mm. passed now, and that's a beautiful thing. But if people mm. leave the store and they're happy, I feel successful. Um, if I'm in the back of the store and no customers are here and I'm around, you know, my staff or something and they're laughing and we're getting along and they're happy to be at work. That makes me feel successful. You know, Mm -hmm. um, I'm not out to kind of like win some, you know, imaginary trophy. Like we have the best need We make the most money we're, you know, whatever, like we just, we do our best. Uh, no one here is actually trained. You know, a lot of our, I don't really like to say competitors, but the people in the same field—they have a lot of foundation of many, many years—and we're just out there, kind of doing our best, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really care about our product and we care about each other, and I'll get little glimpses of that throughout my whole day, and that makes me feel successful. That's so cool.
0: Yeah, it's it's amazing what a lot of attention to detail and care will will kind of close a gap in in like learn skill sometimes mm-hmm, yeah. because you end up you end up do, you might not be doing it the the exact procedure yep. uh, you know that someone else does or maybe even as fast but you can you kind of end up if you're trying to get to the same goal you can end up getting there just in different ways
2: Absolutely.
1: yeah and i think that that's passion you know yeah. you've got to have passion for what you do and it sounds like you guys do and yeah. it sounds like you know you have fun doing it and Passion will do that every time. Oh, mm-hmm. it's great, you know. Yeah. So we are also inspiration junkies. We we love to be inspired, and we feel like we're inspired every time we get to do one of these podcasts. Um, so, who or what inspires you?
2: Another tough one. <laughs> <laughs> um, what inspires me? You know, you have your you've got your big staples. You know, you've got your big answers. Where you know, I I'm I'm a new mom. I have a daughter who's two years old, and Aww. I think about her and I think about my family and I think about this business and and you know making people proud but really when it comes down to it is um my staff absolutely mm. my staff inspires me because really you know day to day they're the ones that I show up for you know and they show up for me every single day it's amazing the work that they put into it whether they're full time you know we're a small staff and Right now we're a staff of five, and I've gone through, I've gone through a few people here and there, but I have never once had a staff member that I just didn't absolutely adore, and mm-hmm. um, they work really, really hard for me. Like I said, they care about this product because it's one thing for me, you know, um, in this business or as the manager or as the family part of this business to be like, I really, you know, I've got my name on this, so I, I want the product to look good and blah blah. blah but you know they don't have their name on it, but they care like they do. Mm -hmm. And what more could I ask for? You know, Mm -hmm. and I, I spend all my days with them and I get to hear their stories and they feel comfortable talking to me about their life or their needs, you know, do they need this time off for this appointment or, you know, they need some extra hours here and you know, stuff like that. I, I love being that person to make their life a little bit easier if I possibly can. Mm -hmm. And so Day to day, it's it's absolutely my staff. They absolutely inspire me to do better, to want better personally, you know, um, for business, all of it, all of it.
1: That's awesome, and that just sounds like good leadership. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, thank yeah. you, <laughs> yeah. absolutely.
0: Well, Robin, thank you for for sharing a bit of your story with us, and also making us very hungry. Uh...
2: <laughs> I always say it's never too early. We open up at ten a.m. You come in here; I've got what you need. <laughs>
0: Oh yes. my goodness. I, you know, I'm going to send Kim there and I'm going to go to the gym. And that way...
2: It balances out. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's, that's what I'm hoping for. Except the problem is I try to make every day cheat day. That's, that
2: doesn't work out. Well, thank you so much. I'm, I'm really, really happy to, uh, to have joined you today. I've been listening to your podcast and I just love it. So I'm really honored to be on this.
0: Oh well, yes, thank you great. so much, and and folks who are listening should de- definitely go to uh, Robin's website, uh, which we'll have linked in the show mm-hmm. notes. You can actually order online, have things shipped and and delivered, mm-hmm. uh, but also be sure to stop by, see the ramp mm-hmm. first yes. and foremost. Come <laughs> see the ramp. Get your get a selfie with the ramp. Please and- yes. And then, then actually go inside and and buy a whole bunch of stuff and, and enjoy Absolutely. yourself. Yes. Uh, and also be sure to follow Robin on social media. We'll have links for all of that stuff in the show notes. Uh, thank you again, Robin, yes, thank for, you, for Robin. taking time out of your day with us.
1: Of course. This has been great.